The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Let's start with that story of the former Sinn Féin councillor, Jonathan Dowdell, who had been due to stand trial for murder, but now is in a different situation as a result of a deal which has been done with the Director of Public Prosecutions. Conor Gallagher, the Crown Correspondent of the Irish Times, is with us. Just remind us, first of all, please, who Jonathan Dowdell is. Jonathan Dowdall is a, a, a middle-aged man, 44-year-old man, father of four, married for, for many years uh, from the north uh, inner city. He had a successful electrical business, indeed a very successful electrical business with high-profile clients and government departments and, and, and that sort of thing. And he was elected as a Sinn Féin councillor uh, for the North Dublin area in 2014, um, but vacated that seat and indeed resigned from the party uh, within a year and then two years later he was arrested in a case that your listeners might remember as a pretty shocking case in which he and his father abducted a man who had called to their house and tortured him. Basically, they waterboarded this man and videoed themselves doing it. Um, that crime was uncovered and they received substantial sentences in the special criminal court, which they recently completed and now they're back there again. OK, just on that waterboarding, was there ever an explanation as to why they would have videoed themselves doing it, providing effectively the evidence that was used to secure a conviction against them? That's a really good question, but I don't know why they would video it. But it's not the first time a criminal has, has videoed their crime spree and, and, and that's led to the evidence uh, which convicted them. But the video was found when Gardy went to search his home in connection with the attack on the Regency Hotel indeed. And uh, this led, and that case was heard well before the, the, the Regency case was heard, uh, leading to them getting these the substantial uh, sentences. I think it was 10 years for the younger Dowdall and seven years for his father. Although he has been out of prison since April, hasn't he? He's been out of prison since April, so some of that was suspended, and then you've got, uh, some of it was time served, and then you have your 25% remission. So he's just got out of prison in April, um, uh, uh, and, and is now dealing with these proceedings. Yeah, wasn't it surprising, though, that he actually got bail to be out when he was facing murder charges, which were due to commence today? Is that usual for a murder suspect to get a bail? No, no, but then again, there's very little unusual about, or very little usual about this case. Uh, Dowdall indicated, uh, NAST, uh, when he was arrested, in, when he was in prison, when he was first arrested in connection with the Regency attack last year, he indicated to Gardy he was willing to help them out. Now, we only found out about that today. He asked Gardy about the witness protection program. Then fast forward to um, last November. Uh, when Dowdall was uh, told Gardy he would assist him, he would um, um, give evidence. Then Dowdall was released in April. He gave, did an informal interview with Gardy. Gardy went away, checked the veracity of all the, all the information he gave them. Were happy it was accurate. Came back last week. They took a formal statement from Dowdall. At that point, Dowdall was put into protective guard of custody. He was brought into the special criminal court where he was uh, a new charge of assisting a criminal organisation, which is obviously very very much less serious than than murder charge. That was put to him and he pleaded guilty and uh, assessment for um, admitting him to the witness protection programme was begun by Gardaí and that brings us to today and his sentence at the hearing. 
Yeah, tell us about what happened today, please. So Dowdall, um, the murder charge against Dowdall has been dropped. So Dowdall and his father, again, the same man who was convicted in the abduction case, uh, was, uh, were, were accused of helping um, the, 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 the Regency attack by booking a hotel room for one of the attackers. This is the hotel room used by the man known as uh, Flat Cap, um, a man called Murray from Belfast who had links to the IRA. Um, he, um, so... Uh, Patrick, or sorry, the Dowdalls, uh, Jonathan drove his father to the, the Regency Hotel. The father paid for the room, got the key cards, checked out the room, left the hotel, then travelled to another location in Dublin and handed over these key cards to a person who wasn't named, except to say that they were associated with the Hutch organisation. And that's basically where their involvement uh, ended, according to the evidence. The only other evidence we heard uh, regarding the Dowdalls was that uh, Jonathan was in a car with the man he handed the key cards to a month later and the disc car was under surveillance by the guardie um, but we never heard any evidence of the um, the conversations they may or may not have had in the car so really very limited evidence of their involvement but it was enough for them to be guilty to assist in a criminal organisation. They have a long-standing association with the Hutch family don't they both of the Dowdalls? That's right, yes, yes. So that, uh, they have uh, long-standing uh, neighbourhood links um, in the North Dublin area. Um, the, the, Dowdall, uh, Jonathan Dowdall would have known uh, the Hutches since he was about 15. Um, through his wife, um, he would have borrowed money from them um, at times, um, and this left him somewhat compromised, his defence counsel said. At another stage, he accompanied um, one of the Hutch family members over to Spain after Gary Hutch was murdered over there. Um, and we also heard that the the Hutches uh, would would sometimes get the Dowdalls to book things for them online uh, using their credit card, presumably maybe because the Hutch name they didn't want to use the Hutch name, so they would ask the Dowdalls to book uh, book things like holidays for them online and then reimburse them the money in cash. Uh, so you know the the the, the idea or the arguments from the defence is it was no, nothing unusual for them to be asked to book this hotel in the Regency either. Um, um, uh, and that they had no idea that them booking the Regency was linked to this, what became an infamous attack. Just describe again for us what happened that particular day, the attack in which Derek Byrne was murdered. So on February 4th, this um, event was a weigh-in for a boxing event called the Clash of the Clans. And um, this was in the Regency Hotel in Drumcondra. A van pulled up um, outside the hotel and two men got out. One of these men who was a referred to as Flat Cap and another man uh, who was dressed as a woman. They entered the hotel through a laundry entrance. They were brandishing pistols and they opened fire, causing the crowd to flee towards the entrance of the hotel. At that point, another three men uh, dressed as Gardaí, wearing tactical gear and armed with assault rifles, entered the front of the hotel. There they spotted David Byrne um, trying to uh, flee the hotel. Two of the, the men dressed as Gardaí shot David Byrne, injured him and as David Byrne was crawling trying to call, crawl away they shot him several more times um, killing him um, all five of the attackers then got back in the van and sped off um, van was later um, discovered burned out and uh, ammunition had been left in the van which cooked off but they were able to match the shells to um, the AK-47s which were found in a car being transported in Mead uh, a few weeks later. Now the trial of Jerry the Monk Hutch was supposed to begin this afternoon. It didn't. Why not? So um, 
uh, in the words of the prosecution counsel, there's been substantial new disclosure in the case as a result of the decision taken by Jonathan Dowdall. Um, so Jonathan Dowdall, as I said there, has agreed, has, has let it known that he is willing to give evidence against uh, or in this trial. So that obviously throws a spanner in the works uh, uh, for the trial getting ahead today. Um, Mr. Hutch's uh, defence counsel, Brendan Grehan, said that the developments have uh, substantially changed the, the defence strategy and that they would need time to, you know, look at the, well, receive the disclosure and look at it and, and decide how they're going to deal with it. So they asked the case that the case go back to next Monday um, and they'll see where they are then. There's no guarantee it will get on then. It's a, uh, it's a special criminal court, so there's no jury, so there isn't, there isn't that pressure there. But the special criminal court is very busy at the minute, so if they don't get it on in the next couple of weeks, they might have to wait many months to get it on. Um, but we'll have to see uh, next Monday. And, uh, 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 it, it, and it's a three-month three trial with substantial witnesses. When will Dowdall know what's going to happen to him? Dowdall, uh, so the sentencing for, for the two Dowdalls was put back until uh, Monday week, so October 17th, and um, where they will hear their sentence from, from Mr Justice Tony Hunt and the two other judges. Um, their defence counsel have argued that given that they will be basically under threat for the rest of their life, looking over their shoulder uh, in witness protection, possibly not allowed, able to return to Ireland, and if they are returned to Ireland, they'll be taking their life into their own hands, that they should, uh, a suspended sentence wouldn't be outside the realms of reason. Um, uh, so, but, you know, it, it is open, obviously, to the judge to impose a suspended sentence, or he could impose, as I understand it, up to 10 years for this offence. Okay, and then we'd have questions as to how safe they might actually be imprisoned based on previous experiences. What about their family, though? What about uh, Jonathan Dowdall's wife and four children, for example, have they already mm. been taken into protection? They're under guard of protection at the minute. Now, that doesn't mean they're in the witness protection programme. Um, that assessment process is still going on and the risk assessment process is still going on. Jonathan Dowdall has a wife who he's very, very close to. He has children aged, I believe, from 11 up to 20, early 20s. Um, so that raises all sorts of difficulties. And the witness protection program is by design incredibly secretive. So we don't know if it has been considered that the entire family will go into the witness protection program. If just Jonathan will go in, it seems very likely he will go abroad. Where it, uh, you know, if if he does go in, um, but we don't know if his wife is going to join him or or, or when we know that process seems to be ongoing in the background as we speak. Fascinating. Connor Gallagher, crime correspondent of the Irish Times, thank you very much for being with us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty. Today.